Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 111 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and I have a really fun show planned for you this week, but I I do need to disclaim something here at the beginning. For some reason, my microphone decided to stop working right as I was uh, about to record, Um, so I ended up having to use the microphone from my earbuds, so... If it sounds a little different to you this time, that's why. Hopefully it's just an unplug it and plug it back in <laughs> kind of fix because really that's pretty much the the extent of my my tech related troubleshooting. But anyway, uh, apologies if it if it sounds a little weird uh, in this week's episode. Anyway, I hope you all had a great week. I I have been patiently waiting for the summer 2023 itineraries to drop, and I'm, I'm hoping that it finally happens this week. I don't know if any of you have tried to call Disney Cruise Line over the past couple of weeks, but that has not been a fun experience. They did a system upgrade uh, that has been causing all sorts of problems. And I'm, I'm using the word upgrade in quotations because it, it certainly has been a downgrade from a, a customer service perspective, um, at least here at the outset. But hopefully they've resolved most of those problems and we can move on to the, you know, to the exciting stuff, which, which would be the release of those 2023 itineraries. So keep an eye out uh, on my social media pages this week uh, in case those new itineraries drop. Also last week, we announced the winner of the Disney Cruise Funnel Vision Showdown. And for those of you who are not sure what I'm referring to, we did a a March Madness style bracket on our social media pages to determine the best movie to watch on Funnel Vision. And I made sure to clarify that it it wasn't a contest to determine the best movie, but rather the best one to sit and watch on Funnel Vision. And and if you've been on uh, enough Disney cruises, um, you're aware of that distinction. And and there were actually many instances where people reached out to me and and told me that they – they didn't vote. They didn't vote for the movie that they liked better. So it, it you know, it, it definitely seemed like everyone understood the concept and, and what we were trying to uh, ultimately determine. Anyway, it came down to Pirates of the Caribbean versus Moana in the finals, and Moana was the ultimate winner of the Funnel Vision Showdown. Um, and to be honest, that was the one that I had, uh, you know, sort of picked to be the winner when I first set it all up. It wouldn't have been my winner, but it was the one that I thought uh, would win the contest. Anyway, it was really a lot of fun, and thanks to to all of you, to everyone who participated. I, I got to interact with many of you for the first time, and uh, and that really made it a great experience. There weren't 
any Disney Cruise stories that uh, that I uh, wanted to update you all on this week. So let's get right into this week's episode. My guest this week is an author of the unofficial guides to Disney Cruise Line. And if you're not familiar with the books, they're a great planning resource, but they're they're also just a really fun read if you're an experienced Disney cruiser. There's tons of information in there about cruising with Disney, and every time I read it, I, I learn something completely new. So um, it's definitely worth worth purchasing. The book is available on Amazon. I'm I'm sure it's uh, available in other places as well. But um, be sure to to pick up your copy today. Aaron was uh, a guest on my show back in early 2020, and I'm really excited to talk with her again. So, Aaron, welcome back to the show. Thank you, thank you. Early 2020 is like a whole whole different world in, in the land of cruising. <laughs> it's so true. It's kind of funny. I was I was trying to you know figure out when the last time we spoke was uh-huh. and ironically it was right after the release of the 2020 book and really like a little over a month before the cruise industry shut down yeah so. it was that that book was good for about <laughs> two months and then, oh god um, was it so was it was it weird to take a year off from the book I, I mean how many how many consecutive years had you had you published a new guide prior to that uh, the first one we did was 2014. So there had been 14, 15, 16, 17, like, you know, like six, six, seven years. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. And I was like all geared up to start. Usually my process starts like in April. So I was getting ready to, you know, gear up for the next, the next season. And, you know, like, like at first I was like, Oh, it's a two week pause. I'm like, okay, two weeks, whatever, you know, a year later. Right. Yes. I think all of us were thinking that at the time I was on a cruise the end of February and we were just starting to hear about COVID and, you know, it was a little weird going, you know, getting off the ship and going to a super packed airport and feeling kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of weird. How am I supposed to be feeling? So definitely a a crazy time uh, for sure. But you, um, we'll get to your, to the book uh, a little bit later, but you just recently got off a cruise. Is that right? Uh, Friday. So less than a week ago. Awesome. And and what cruise uh, did you take? I was on the dream. It was just a four night Nassau castaway key. Okay. Perfect. Um, oh, and, uh, sorry. Before we get into it, so I, I, there's one more thing that uh, that came to my mind that uh, from the last time we spoke. But you had told me about a, I, I think a run-in that you had with um, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Is no, that... no, no. It was um, Bobby Lopez. Oh, Bobby Lopez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was an awesome story. And I, yeah. I love telling that story. Oh, I um, did too. Bob, that was an amazing story. Bobby Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez, who if people That's don't what know, they composed. Um, the music for Frozen, and uh, he did. Uh, he's a double EGOT winner, Book of Mormon, Avenue Q. I'm a big Broadway fan, so it was like, it, it was really an incredible moment. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I, and I, it was a, it was a great story. And I think you had just had that experience. So I was going to ask you yeah. if you've had any, any other celebrity run-ins recently. Not, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, uh, apologies for the for the sidetrack there. Um, so you 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 just recently got off the dream, um, and I I think you mentioned that this was actually the first cruise that you had been on since the shutdown. Is that right? Yeah. Um, several members of the touring plans team that works on the book they had been on um, uh, other Disney cruises and and other cruise lines as well. Lynn Testa, who's a co-author, had been on. I think he's been on four or five different cruises since the shutdown. But, um, my husband has some, um, immune issues and mm. he was really, um, 
he didn't, he didn't actually go with me on this one, but he was reluctant to have me start cruising. Um, but it was, you know, we're at a low point now and everybody's quadruple vaxxed and yada, yada. So, um, so that's why I held off for as long, but, but many people on our team had been back, um, since the restart. Sure. Sure. So I, um, how, how close to well because we, we've seen in the last couple of weeks uh especially in the last several weeks some of the you know the restrictions have been rolled back you know a bunch of the a bunch of the health and safety protocols that were in place for you know mm-hmm. really the better part of a year yeah um have been rolled back a little bit so how in your opinion how close to normal did it feel compared to what you you have experienced in the past pretty close um you know like if i hadn't known what was going on before, I might not have thought Mm. anything was amiss. Um, There were masks required in the Walt Disney Theater, but they had already even taken away the the social distancing in the theater. So people could, you know, they weren't skipping rows. They weren't, they weren't doing any of that. The funny thing was that we were like right up against another party in the Walt Disney Theater. And then the next day we went on Castaway Key and they were putting people every other row on the tram to go out to Serenity Bay, the adult <laughs> beach. I'm like, it's outside and it's windy as all get out. And like, we have to, you know, just, yeah, yeah. like one hasn't caught up with the sure. other. Yet. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but, but most of the things, um, most of the things were caught up. Like there still weren't deck parties. Mm. Um, like in the Buena Vista theater, like the movies weren't sort of 24 seven, they were like three scattered throughout the day, but it was just, just little things. But I want to say they're back up to well over 85% and I feel like. Yeah. Okay. And just, so I I haven't been on a cruise uh, since the shutdown either. And I, you know, I always, um, for someone who was an avid cruiser beforehand and, and, you know, really hasn't been able to do it in a while. Mm -hmm. I'm always curious, what was the feeling like when you got on the ship, you know, for the first time in over two years? How did, how did you two, feel when you stepped on? About two years. Um, you know, it was on one hand, it was incredibly um, familiar and reassuring. And on the other hand, it was like, this is weird. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. just sort of a combination of I was almost like kind of teary walking sure. in just like, oh, yeah, this is what life used to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's right yeah um so what what did you feel like was the most notable difference between you know this cruise and the last one that you sailed i mean you you sort of talked on what the what the what the differences are right now Mm -hmm. but is there anything that just felt different you know this doesn't feel like the normal experience that i um that i'm used to um no, I mean, I mostly, you know, like, like I mentioned that the deck parties aren't happening. My family didn't happen to do a lot of deck parties. Sure. So for me, that wasn't a big deal. I will say like, it's the dorkiest thing, but my family always plays a ton of bingo. Like that's one of our things. And if you're familiar with the the bingo on Disney Cruise Line, they usually have four games. And the last one is usually like a blackout, super jackpot, whatever. And it was just like sort of the last one was like a normal game of bingo. And I was oh, like, no. <laughs> where's the super jackpot? Where are the crazy people? Right, right. You know, I mean, so that's like, it's such a dorky little thing. Like, I yeah. mean, that if you hadn't been on a Disney cruise before, you'd have no idea that I'd be like, where's my blackout? <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Hey, but I mean, that's, you know, it's a family tradition. And, right. And something yeah. that you're used to, so definitely oh, uh, understand. The other thing yeah. is, there was no diaper dash, which is oh, our other favorite yep, thing. Like we yes. usually like exchange actual cash, like betting on babies, and 
that wasn't happening yet, but uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah I'm sure it will be. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. What um, is there anything that you would say? This is what I missed the most. You know, something that just that feeling you got that yes, I this is what I missed about Disney. You know, cruising with Disney. What you know during the shutdown. Um, it, Disney. Well, the cruises are to me a one of the few places in life, particularly because the internet is not great on board, um, where you can you you really cannot be so connected with the outside world, particularly on a sea day. So I went on this most recent cruise with my oldest daughter who got engaged about two weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. um, Yeah. And so the whole point of it was to sort of like do the very beginnings of her wedding planning. So we bought all these books and like charts and graphs and lists and things. And we were undisturbed while we sat on the veranda and we, you know, we got some nice room service and like our crackers and cheese and a little bottle of wine and we did wedding Perfect. planning and, and nobody was bothering us. And yeah. I mean, that's not a Disney cruise line thing in particular, but it's emblematic of cruising where you're, you're in a, you're in a bubble, you're in a different world more than definitely more than Disney world or other, other vacations Absolutely. where there's the temptation to be like, Oh, let me Google that. And we just, were just talking. So that was nice. That's great. Did you get a lot of planning done? We did, yeah. All right. <laughs> is it going to be a Disney themed wedding, or is that completely, uh, you know, completely you know separate? Maybe, maybe one of my other daughters oh, will do that. This okay. one is not so much that way. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, so you, you said you visited uh, Nassau and Castaway Key. Is that right? right. Okay. Yes. Did you do anything notable in Nassau? Did you even get off the ship in we, Nassau? We did get off the ship for about an hour. I just wanted to see how much was going, and and I know the straw market had been closed for a while, mm. but it was it was open, and oh, there were wow. plenty of vendors. Um, oh, really? The Starbucks I know had been closed for a while, and it was open, and there were people trying to scam off the Starbucks Wi-Fi <laughs> as per usual. So <laughs> yep. um, so things seem to be to getting be back to normal, <laughs> going going apace in Nassau. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And. Just on your on your cruise, just overall, was your weather weather pretty good? It was good. I mean, it was it was you know in the low eighties and and sunny for all the but like half an hour on the ship. But so it was it was good. Uh, one of my other my small disappointments was um, we had booked a parasailing excursion on Castaway Key and it was too windy. Oh no! Um, so I like to go up to get aerial pictures yes. of the ship. You know. Um, so, but it was, it was like a mild breeze, you know, it sure. was, it yeah. was, it was good, you know. Yeah, so. it doesn't, I, it, I don't think it takes a lot for them to have to, you know, close the, the parasailing. No, it doesn't, it uh, doesn't, yeah. Port Adventures down because of the yeah. wind, yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of Castaway Key, you, you know, two years since you visited Castaway Key, how did it feel to get back on, on the island? It was, it was great. It was beautiful. Yeah. There was nothing other than the social distancing on the tram, which we were just chuckling over. Um, it, it was same as it ever was. It was, it was a really great experience. And one of the, um, you know, my daughter is old enough to get married. Oh my God. Um, we, we went down to, um, the adult beach and we, we happened to sit on lounge chairs next to another, like mother, sort of, you know, young 20 something year old daughter. And we got to chatting with them. And it, I, I was really struck after we had this really nice, like hour long conversation with this other family. Like, I haven't like had a long chat with a stranger in two years, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that wasn't, you know, mediated by yeah, some right. electronics. It was really just like nice to chat with these women, you know. Sure. Oh, that's funny. The thing, you know, the 
small things like that that yeah. you would never think about, you know, about a, 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 a cruise experience. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> Um, so did you pretty much just spend the day on Kaswiki on the beach? Uh, you know, you, you said you, you mentioned the, the port adventure that didn't work out, but any, yeah. anything else around the Island while, um, you, while you were there? We took a, you know, we took a long walk. I like to, you know, refresh my pictures for the book and that sort yeah. of thing. And I like to see what's open. So we sat on the beach for, I don't know, three hours and we got lunch and, uh, and then we walked for like an hour and a half, just like exploring every nook and cranny. So it was nice. That's got our awesome. steps in. Cool. One of the things I've been hearing about, um, just in general, I, I, am a big shopper when I'm on uh-huh. a Disney cruise. I love to visit the merchandise shops on board. I love the merchandise shops at Castaway Key, but I've been hearing that the, the merchandise has, has been lacking a bit and whether that's because, you know, um, uh, supply issues or just because a, a delay in supply because of the, the shutdown, whatever is causing it. Did you experience that at all? Did you do any of the shopping? Um... Absolutely. We were actually quite shocked that there was not so much merchandise. One of the main, I'm forgetting which is the name of which store on which ship, but like the main store. Yeah was not open. Oh, um, it wasn't even one, open. Not, not at all. Oh um, my goodness, really? Like the, the jewelry store and was open and they had like a couple of the Dooney and Burke bags in there. And the, But even stuff like um, they didn't have any non-Disney merchandise. Like usually there's some Vineyard Vines or a little right. Pulitzer or some, you know, just sort of resort casual stuff. None of that was there. Um, the shops on the side that have like the kids stuff and the costumes that was open, but the, the big one in the middle was not open oh, that, at all. Really? That's, yeah. that's my favorite one. Cause that's usually yeah. the one where you have the, you know, the Disney cruise, yeah. uh, exclusive merchandise, right. the, the apparel, all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, we, not were even sad. Open. we were sad that it wasn't open. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the first I had heard of that. That's interesting. Um, well, that's too bad. What about your experience um, in the uh, in the, the main dining restaurants? Did you? I mean, well, did you eat in the main dining? Yeah, main yeah. Dining we restaurants? Um, uh, we it was so it was four nights. Our first night was in Enchanted Garden. Then we had two nights at Royal Palace. Um, oh. And then we were supposed to go to Animator's Palette, but we went to Palo instead. Gotcha. So okay. um, the you know the it was sort of interesting. The um, they've reconfigured the seats a little in um, Enchanted Garden, and I knew that that was it, um, that was happening. And they had characters come through and, and sort of near the end of the meal, uh, which wasn't exactly thematically correct. You know, I mean, it was nice and they waved and whatever. Uh, my, one of my sort of main, really my only big complaint about what happened was I felt like the quality of food had slipped just a little oh, really? bit. Okay. Um, the servers were great. You know, they anticipated our drink, you know, the second night they brought me the same Diet Coke I ordered the first night, you know, whatever. Um, but I felt like the food was a little off and I have a feeling it's supply chain stuff. Um, and you know, it wasn't bad or anything. It just maybe was like, you know, like it was a seven when it would have been an eight. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. And and it's interesting that you, uh, I'm glad you brought up the characters in Enchanted Garden and, you know, the the the, the theming sort of mismatch. Because yeah. I, I, I was wondering that myself because, you know, it almost felt like, they're like, oh, we need to give more character experiences because you can't interact with them. So right. let's right. let's just introduce some of the characters right. into Enchanted Garden. <laughs> but it doesn't – I don't know. It seemed to me like it doesn't really fit in that um, – but again, if I was a new cruiser, I'd be like, hey, that's cool. Right, exactly. I only think yes. it's weird because I know, 
so much about what the theme is supposed that's to right. be, you know? Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting point. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Are they still, and I assume this is the case, as far as you could tell, still seating just single travel parties together? They're not mix, you know, mi- mixing travel I believe travel that's the case. Still, you right? know, okay. we, we were certainly seated alone, and we've been seated with others at, on many cruises. And usually the only times I've been seated alone previously were when I specifically asked to be. But we were at a four-top, just the two of us, every, you know, oh, every okay. night. And it, and it looked to me like everybody at the table's Sure. Really knew each other. They weren't. Yeah, at least from what you could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And in Palo, was this your first experience with the um, the new menus? Where you know you had the prefix. It was. Gotta say, not a fan. Yeah. I mean, the food was excellent, and it was the same food, and I recognized many of the dishes, and I did not like the new pricing structure. And (laughs) I I was not able to get a brunch reservation. I think I might not have had the negative reaction where, you know, it's still very much the, the prefix. Um, but at dinner, the stuff I wanted to eat wasn't on the prefix menu. And it was, it my my price didn't actually end up being all that much more than I would have paid otherwise. But like, we didn't get the antipasta, you know, at the beginning that used to be like a free perk or the free limoncello they'd sometimes give you that kind oh, of, thing. really? Um, okay. so what the food I ordered was good. And the price point overall came into, you know, very similar range, but there weren't some of the extras that I had liked that made you feel like, Hey, I'm getting a real bargain. It's not a bargain anymore. For yeah, yeah. Like it's good, but I live in the New York region and it felt like buying dinner in New York as opposed to like sure. something sort of sneaky, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, stage shows in the Walt Disney Theater. Did you have all three of them, or or we was had, one of them um, missing? Beauty and the Beast, yep. um, and Dream. Uh, was that? Is it Dream? Believe. Is it Believe? Believe. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, okay. Getting my ships mixed up, but and then we there was a juggler sort of entertainer dude who we didn't end up going to, gotcha. but there were there were two shows. Okay. All right. Good, good. And what do you think? What do you think? Have you had you seen the the Beauty and the Beast show before? I had, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Right. And um, the singers were actually. I was. I, I see a lot of theater in New York, and I was very favorably impressed with this cast. They were they were genuinely good singers, and sometimes it's a little iffy, like, but but like they were they were really, you know, they were professional. They awesome. were good, you know. Nice, nice. High praise coming from you know yeah. from from a a Broadway connoisseur yeah. like yourself <laughs> for sure. So, um, so it may have already you may have already touched on them, but what what would you say? I guess then were the highlights of your cruise. The highlights were just you know just being back on board, yeah. just you know like doing the, the the family things, you know, going to bingo, going to trivia, sitting and getting a glass of uh, champagne in pink. Um, I, Again, one of the highlights was meeting this other nice family on Castaway Key, and I was realized like I I haven't met new people in so yeah, right. long. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. um, like I have actually been to Disney. This is my first cruise, but yeah. I have been to Disney World. I think three, four, four times since the and but like you don't talk to people there, and and I went at times when there was very you know masks were everywhere, so. Um, you know, we didn't interact with that many strangers. Yeah. Uh, 
it's nice, it's it nice was, to see people's faces, right? Yeah, see people yeah. smiling, having yeah. fun, yeah, in, interacting with others. So, yeah, totally, totally get it. Um, that's great. Sounds like you had a, a great cruise experience. Um, I do want to talk about the unofficial guide to Disney Cruise Line. So, as I mentioned at the beginning, the 2020 book, uh, excuse me, 2022 book is mm-hmm. now um, released. And actually, if you know, if you could, if you could see us, I'm uh, behind Aaron is is a, a bookshelf, and you can see all <laughs> kinds of of unofficial guidebooks behind her. Um, and and one of the things that I was wondering, and I was looking back at my last uh, interview that I did with you. I don't think I asked you, how did you originally get started with the unofficial guide to Disney Cruise Line? Were you one of the original authors of the first um, Disney Cruise Line book? Um, I was. I was, yes. Um, It it was really Len, you know, Len Testa, who um, uh, owns... um, touring plans website and he's the he's the numbers guru and he is also co-author of uh the unofficial guide to disney world and several of the other versions um he decided he wanted to get into the cruise space i think he started working on it in 2013 um and he i had been writing for um the touring plans blog for a couple years at that point and he's Mm. like hey do you want to work on this. And I was like, okay. And at that point I had only been on like three cruises. So I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) So I got myself on several more and, uh, just, just started working away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. And then the rest is history. The rest is history. (laughs) So like over the years, we've sort of, um, the first couple of years he wrote, uh, uh, more than I did. And now I'm writing more than he did, you know, but, but it's a, it's very much a team effort. There's, um, you know, although my name is on the cover, um, particularly this last year, um, there's been a lot of more journalism involved, you know, mm. interviewing people who have been on the ships, um, you know, really delving into the nuances of the Disney Cruise Line website, which are a little wonky, um, you know, just so, so it's always been a balance of personal experience and journalism. And, and we talk a lot to other, other guests to find out what their experiences are, because, not everybody has my perspective and not everybody has the same needs as I do and that sort of thing. Right. So yeah. um, it, it's a, it's a team effort and we talk to a lot of guests to, to find out what their experiences are. Sure. So, I mean, you sort of previewed this next question, but what what's new in the 2022 uh, unofficial guide to Disney Cruise Line? Or maybe I should say, what <laughs> what did you keep from the old versions? <laughs> I, I, you're, you're anticipating what, a question that, I think that there's one chapter, it's chapter two, the the planning section. I literally ripped it up five or six times. And it was just like, I mean, like every time they would come out with an announcement about like some (laughs) testing protocol or the vaccine thing or then the vaccine for kids and the this and the masks and the, there was one, that one chapter, I, I think I just hit the delete button, you know, I mean, like half a dozen times. Um, so what's new is all the COVID stuff and all the wish stuff. And, and and I have to tell you that, you know, since this came out like three weeks ago, um, it's like half of it's still out of date, (laughs) but we do in the books in several places mention that we are doing online updates. So have the book, 
there's a URL in there several times where I have, uh, you go to that URL and I have updated everything that's changed. So for instance, um, masks, when I think the book says masks have to be worn at all indoor locations Mm -hmm. and that's changed just in the last like two weeks. And so, um, on the update page that's referenced in the book, I have, you know, page, whatever it is, 24, this is now incorrect. You can, you don't have to wear masks indoors. So it's, you know, that's our way of trying to make it current because we knew so, so much was changing every day. You know? Right, right. Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, I so admittedly, my copy is in the mail on the way here. I was hoping oh. to have it beforehand so I, I could... I would have sent you one. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. But yeah, I, I do have I do have one on the way. So, but I think that's a, that's a great idea to... Um, it almost makes it so that you, you know... Even though it, it what's on print is outdated, you you, you still have a kind of a live a live version. Um, right, and and you know it's sort of interesting for the history on how this all evolved, all the COVID changes and everything. Sure, um, yeah, absolutely. So I guess at what point then are you going to feel like you're not obligated to update that site anymore, <laughs> right? Because it, I, I feel like it's just everything is just going to keep changing, keep changing, keep changing. Um, I have a feeling for the next couple of years, we'll end up having uh, an online update page. It's sort of inevitable. Um, we've, we've had online update pages for the, um, usually for the Disney world book, Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. um, in the past, the cruise line had changed much less rapidly. Ha ha ha. Um, (laughs) Right. So I think there's something that at least for the next couple of years, we're going to, we're going to have to keep, um, just to because so much is changing so fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. In in your mind, who, like when you're writing the book, um, who who is your target audience? Like who are you writing the book for, would you say? Um, I think the biggest audience is, is first-time cruisers mm-hmm. um, and certainly first-time Disney cruisers or people who have been on maybe one or two Disney cruises and want to try another ship. Okay, So. Yep. You know, if you're a veteran, if you're a platinum cruiser, there's probably not a ton that you don't. I mean, there's there's probably some stuff that you don't know, but but you have your own patterns and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it's it's really incredibly useful for people who are new to cruising or new to Disney cruising, or who are trying to decide between Disney World and a Disney cruise. Or um, there's also a section in the back about the um, Adventures by Disney River Cruises. So we compare those three components, Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, and the Adventures by Disney River Cruises. And so there's a lot of information about that. Like, depending on what kind of vacation you might want, you Mm -hmm. can sort of see where the commonalities and differences are among all those three things. Yeah, absolutely. And, And if you don't mind, just what other types of information is in the book? Like, I know you have section, you know, chapters about each of the ships. Um, you know, planning, uh, packing advice, things like that. Uh-huh. What other kinds of what kinds of information can you find in the um, book? We have detailed explanations of all the restaurants, um, all the shows, um, thing, uh, all the ports. That's a that's a big thing. Yeah, that's um, a huge that's yeah. a huge uh, uh, benefit. Um, the section on um, river cruising um, activities, what there is to do for kids, what there is to do for adults. Um, a lot of stuff on pricing, you know, when, when is the best, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then the stuff like comparing Disney world and then like, um, 
a lot of the like the legal requirements, what sort of paperwork do you need? Um, yeah, pretty much any anything any you need question. to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I do is I spend a lot of time scouring um, different social media related to crews and to, and not to get answers, but to see what kinds of questions people are sure, asking. Yeah, yeah. So That's a great um, idea. you know, and so so I see. Oh, everybody's asking. You know what to pack or whatever the question is. And so I, Oh, we better make sure we cover that. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I mentioned in the beginning, it's certainly a great planning resource uh, for, you know, first time cruisers or, you know, people who have only cruised a couple times, but I enjoy reading it because I'll read something. I'm like, Oh, I never thought of that before. Or that's a good tip. I'll use that on my next cruise. So even, even if you're an experienced cruiser, there's, there's certainly a lot, uh, a lot for you uh, in this book. Um, certainly if you're, if you're switching ships there, it can be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned the wish and you said you had the wish stuff. So I assume just all the stuff that's been announced, is that kind of what's in there? Um, do you have plans to sail on the wish? I'm on the maiden voyage. Um, several people from the touring plans, travel agency are on the maiden voyage. Uh, Len test is going in, his, his date got changed. Um, but I think he's going in August and then we have, you know, there's a bunch of our team that's going over the first two months. Yeah. That's awesome. What, what are you most excited for about the wish? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I, I was so personally, I'm so scared. I'm going to miss something. It's like, (laughs) yes, that that is my team, you know, but it's like, uh, people are going to ask me and I'm like, what if I didn't see that? Oh, I can, Oh, I can so relate to that yes i yes absolutely that's oh that's funny that you say that um, but that's just me i mean um i'm really looking f- i'm looking to see all the the theming of the dining you know like the the marvel how mm. the shrink the muffin and make it big and yada like i love stuff like that um yeah, or in the hyperspace definitely. uh bar and that kind of thing yeah. you know but yeah i um i'm overwhelmed talking about it <laughs> <laughs> it, it it overwhelms me too. Yeah. I um I actually I did an episode recently about you know the top you know top things to look forward to or to be excited for on the wish and one of the one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to is just something new as it relates mm-hmm. to Disney Cruise Line, right? Because yeah. you know you and I have been on the ships and we're you mm-hmm. know sort of familiar with everything, so it'll be yeah. nice to have just brand new something you know completely new um, uh-huh. to experience. It's, um, it, to me, it's almost like going to. Um, the Disney parks in a different country. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like, like I went to, um, Disney, Disney in Paris and it's like, so much is the same, but then you're like, Oh, there's different things. Yeah. You know, it's like, it <laughs> yeah. hits all the buttons of like familiar safety and then like new and exciting, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, given, given that context, do you think you'll be able to enjoy your cruise on the wish or will you just be in no. information <laughs> gathering mode no, the I whole mean, time? I, the, the first one I'll be working 24 yeah. seven and I'm taking one of my daughters who's like the, the best photographer of the three sure. and she's going to be working 24 seven for me too. Um, and then I'll go again in the, I'll get another one in the fall and yeah, then I'll yeah, yeah. relax yeah. more, you know? Um, so we we're also scheduled on the maiden voyage. So you ho- I hope to, to hope to yeah. see you on yeah. board. How was your how was your 
um on onboard booking and port adventure booking experience uh a nightmare it was a nightmare (laughs) how about you it was a an absolute nightmare yes the same i actually get any um, i didn't i didn't get anything nope i didn't get anything and and honestly all i wanted was a palo reservation Mm -hmm. um and i we couldn't even we couldn't even get that so uh, we'll yeah. have to see what we can get when we're on, on board. Yep. <laughs> you it, and me both. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, it was so frustrating. Completely. I maddening. was up at midnight, didn't get And then like, I tried for over an hour and yep. I was like, I, I'm somebody who goes to sleep at like, I'm dead at 10, you know? And it was like one <laughs> thirty, yeah. and I was getting nothing. And I was like, I set my alarm for 4am and I came back a couple hours later and it was working and everything was gone. Yeah, so. exactly. Yep. I, uh, I had pretty much the exact same approach. Yep. Uh, so ugh, very frustrating. Well, I mean, I, I, that's what you get when everybody on board is platinum, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you said you start the process for the new book in April. So are you going to already start working on 2023? Yes. Like, yeah, you know, fact, this month? I, I have a, a little sticky on my computer. Start to work on Disney book. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm going to Disney World next week, and uh, as soon as I get back, I'm going to start on on the book. And gotcha. it's actually a little bit easier this time because of the online update page. Oh sure. I, I mean, I always take notes throughout the year of yep. things come up, things I want to include, that sort of thing. But but I've actually got some like real language on the um, on the website now, so it's going to be a little bit easier. And also, um, we're back to like the normal timeline. So usually the book comes out in sort of early mid December, and we're planning to get back to that. Oh, okay. So it's a more compressed timeline. So more of the information is is fresh. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a ever so slightly easier this time after having been infinitely worse (laughs) (laughs) that's a quick turnaround um you know especially with a a new ship being introduced uh into the fleet are you are you anxious about that does that make you anxious at all well i'm i'm mostly anxious because when the wish changed the date that made things even more um, I'm, i'm gonna have to have like everything else ready to go except for the wish and then power writing wish stuff um in um july and august and then usually it goes it goes into editing and stuff in september and then to the printer in october so gotcha. okay. um yeah that makes sense well certainly have a, a busy summer and fall cut out for you yeah. it sounds like um so that'll be that'll be exciting if you need another contributor contributor for your book uh, I, you, I have you, to say i would love if you have any observations about the wish yeah Send them my way. Sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I would. I would love to. I. I. I will be. I. I am exactly like exactly what you said about the anxiety of just trying to experience everything uh-huh. is, is something that I'm really feeling. Um, it, it, there's a lot of pressure to it, right? There's like a weight to it. <laughs> there's a weight to it, and. I think there's going to be a lot of people like you and me who are trying to cover it. I think yes. we're going to be like elbowing each other in the stairway. You're in my shot. Yes. Get out of the way. Yep. Oh man, it's it's going to be fun, um, and I am very much looking forward to it. It's gonna uh, it's gonna be an amazing experience. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But Aaron, I, I really do appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, and sharing your, your recent cruise experience and your, your thoughts on sort of the, the overall cruise experience in, in 
2022 and, and sharing your uh, your thoughts on the book. So thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Things, things are getting back to normal and that's really, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very exciting and it's, it seems to continue to kind of progress in that direction. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully we don't take any steps backward anytime soon. Oh God, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, again, thank you for your time and uh, I, I hope to, to see you on board here in a couple Absolutely. months. All right. You take care. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. 